This is the happy hour. You guys going to happy hour? Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. C is for chunk. Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome in. Happy Monday. This is the happy hour. 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick and Rico hanging out with you per usual. Rico, what's up? Hello. How we doing? How was the weekend? Uh, it was fantastic, sir. It was it was a blast. Got to got outside and enjoyed the weather. Um, had uh, had Ellie hitting off the tee for a little bit because she loves to do that, and we haven't been able to do that for a while. We did it downstairs, and she almost hit the TV, so we're like, yeah, well, let's stop this. Um, so... We got outside, enjoyed the beautiful weather. We're doing that. Rachel was hitting the ball out into the massive area, grassy area mm-hmm. behind our house, and me and the kids were running around trying to field it and throw it back. How'd you do? Uh, it was very squishy, so I couldn't go anywhere mm. very fast. So every time I tried to change direction, my foot would sink. Gotcha. So I guess not very well. I, okay. You know, didn't didn't didn't. I caught one uh, because she hit it right because she hit it right at me. Out of out of a lot. Okay. So bad. Yeah, yeah bad. pretty bad. Okay. She was look. Hey. Rachel used to play softball in high school. I think she still got it. She was cranking them. Granted, you know, it was a little plastic bat and a little plastic ball, but she was cranking them. All right. There um, you go. So I was running back and forth. It was it got my own workout in. Um, watched episode four. Last of Us. Four of The Last of Us. I have seen it. Man. I got told I am that it was so, bad. It, who, by who? By who? I'm not going to out them. Yeah, have to. But I got, no, told, no, 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 no. I got told that it if was very... Going- if you're going to tell me it wasn't exciting. If you're going to tell me that somebody said that a show that has gotten nothing but four and five star reviews by damn near everybody, okay, is bad, you need to out this person because they're wrong. Well, there was a Marvel's movie that I watched that got good reviews and I hated it. Which I wa- movie? I went I don't know. It was it was one you of the newer know ones. These it's things. one of the newer ones. Was it the Doctor Strange? Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, that one didn't get good reviews, and it was bad. Oh, okay. I thought it got good no, reviews. No, it did it was, not. It was horrible. It moved the story along. Okay, it was not good, and that's like part of it. I yeah. suppose it moved the story along. It was not good. Kind of like Thor: okay. Love and Thunder. I haven't moves seen the it. story along. Not good. Not good. New the new Spider Man liked it. Moves the story along. Great, great, <laughs> great movie. Wakanda Forever. That's that's moves why the story along. Great. That's why I went to Doctor Strange is because I went to Spider Man. And I was like, I, no, I, I can't. I don't know. I can't yeah, even tell trying, you. You're trying like, to get in. Trying, way too far I, I was into the trying story. to get into it, and I was like, you know what, Spider Man, that was really good. Like, I walked away going, man, that was actually a really good movie. I, I was interested in it. Mm-hmm. So then we saw the preview at the end of the Spider Man movie for the Doctor Strange movie, and I thought, okay, yeah, we'll we'll all go and watch that. So we watched it on opening night. I walked away and I was like, this that was horrible. I, I'm never watching another movie like that again. Mm-hmm. So, um, as always, four zero two. Four six four five six eight five. The Honda of Lincoln Hotline, Starter Heyman text line. Both those open for you guys. Four zero two four six four five six eight five. We have a not only a, a loaded show for you guys, but also just a loaded week. We do. Um, it's gonna be so. You guys got to keep tuning in. It's gonna be great. I'll tell you this right now. Tuesday tomorrow is our only day that we don't have a guest. Um, oh, so sad. It is a disappointment. But it's okay because Nick's gonna leave. I, I will be leaving early because that's how I it's how I roll, according to a lot of people. 
Now, um, so once again, 402-464-5685. Have a packed show for you today. Uh, in about 10 minutes or so, seven minutes, we will have Abby Squire of Husker Softball joining us. Is she out there? Uh, we can do it right now. Okay, we can do it right now. She just showed up. So we're going we're gonna to bring in Abby. What's up? We're, we're on the air. I'm good. All right, so Rika, we'll go ahead and get you set up. Now, so we're going to have Abby here today. So we talked about how we have a loaded week um, this week on the happy hour. So we have Abby today, Nate Rohr, the voice of Husker softball on Wednesday. Kyle Perry will call in on Thursday, and then we'll have Husker baseball conversation on Friday as well. So loaded week, um, Husker, ba- or excuse me, yeah, baseball and softball are right around the corner. I believe uh, somebody tweeted at me, said that it's one week until pitchers and catchers report in um, in the MLB, so exciting couple of days um, as we go go forward. Now we'll go ahead and talk about Husker softball. Kind of give you the preview as Rico is setting Abby up here in the studio. Forty one and sixteen last year was their record. Like people forget that this was a program that had forty one wins last season, had a, had a streak of eighteen straight wins at one point, just absolutely clinic. Absolute clinic of a, of, a, of a season last year. Ended in a Big Ten tournament cha- or a Big Ten championship as well. If you need another set, there's a head set of headphones right here too for you, Abby. Um, and, and make sure you can hear all good and everything like that. Radio at its finest right here. Um, all right, all good? We're yeah. so good at what right, we do. What's up, Abby? How's it going? I'm good. Didn't have class today. so uh, Yeah, exactly. Been... So practice today? No, we had today off. Mondays are okay. our off days during the season. So, yeah, we had today off. Okay, so you guys start on Friday. Um, you, you make the you make the trek to Houston. What's what's the schedule this week look like? So we had today off, which was nice because mm-hmm. we were kind of trying to get our school all squared away. So I usually use my Mondays to <laughs> catch yeah. up on schoolwork. Um, and then tomorrow we'll have individuals. So um, for me as a hitter, I'll have an hour with Coach Miller and then um, a half hour with defense and then a little lift. And then um, pitchers and catchers will do their bullpens. Mm-hmm. Then on Wednesday, we'll have our last team practice before we go down to Houston, which is on Thursday. We leave like mid-morning. Gotcha. So, yeah. Okay, so I'm curious because I can't remember if this is the first or second season that that Coach Watts with you guys. First. First? Yeah. Talk about that because for people that don't know you, you went to Lincoln Southwest um, and, 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 I mean, all-star player there, all-state, um, and now this is your third year at Nebraska already, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, Abby was, was voted captain. We'll, we'll get to that here in a moment. But now Coach Watt, who used to be the varsity softball coach at Southwest, is joining the Huskers, or has joined the Huskers, as a volunteer. Mm-hmm. I mean, talk about just the, the evolution and that relationship there with now your high school coach is now with Nebraska. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. It was crazy. When they first announced it, I was like, no way. Like, mm-hmm. what? And so, yeah, he his last season of coaching at Southwest, he won a state championship. And so he decided to retire, go out on top. And then um, he's actually been around the Nebraska program for a long time. He okay. worked a lot of camps and stuff. Um, and so last year, even he would come to a couple of our practices here and there and just watch how we do things. And a lot of his coaching philosophy actually came from like coach Ravel and Mm -hmm. he learned a lot from them. And so he was familiar with our program and came in and yeah, now he's helping out with outfield. So I'm with him a lot. So it's kind of fun. It's okay. So I I always want to, I mean, I asked you this last year when we, when we talked, um, the adjustment 
from from high school to to college. Now, I mean, you're you're three years in. I, now you're able to kind of be that that helping hand to the younger players on mm-hmm. on that adjustment. Not only on the field, like right, you know, facing obviously a, a much higher level of talent, but off the field and dealing with the the, the college side of things. Mm-hmm. I mean, just talk about the adjustment from from high school to then now college where I mean, Nebraska people take it seriously. Like it like people focus on softball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I would say the biggest difference in terms of just like the season is especially preseason is all the travel. Okay. And so today even like I was sitting at lunch with some of our freshmen, and we were just talking about like filling out your planner and like um, doing it in a way that like certain assignments are easier to do in the airport or like on a mm-hmm. plane. And so just little things like that that you don't really think about. Um, so that's kind of fun. How long did it take for you to like get adjusted? Like did, were, did you find yourself like freshman year like, okay, a couple weeks in, I figured it out now. Or, or was it one of those where you still have to kind of adapt? as we go my freshman year was a little weird because we didn't have like we didn't travel for preseason we just mm. we didn't have any preseason we went straight into big 10 play because oh that's of right that's right and so last year was actually my first like travel season mm-hmm. and so um i think it it took some just preparation like planning ahead of time but mm-hmm. um by the end of you know february last year i think i had a pretty good handle on it how do you adjusts to you know being being a northern team you guys travel a lot for the first portion of the season yeah. how do you adjust and, and you know get the get the fresh ready i mean your first season you didn't really uh get to go you know down south to like all these places before you played a home game uh so how, how do you adjust and get these freshmen to adjust to um traveling to a florida texas Cal, like all these places before playing all of these games before you even play a game at home yeah i know at court court was saying yesterday like how many days we have until our first home game and it's like i want to say it's like 40 something so yeah we're still yeah still gosh so we're gonna be on the road for a long time um but yeah we've just kind of been talking to them about our schedule and um going through things like what to pack what to take uh when to pack how to load the bus just (laughs) simple things you like take for granted um but it's a lot of fun and for them i'm excited for them to experience you know their first travel weekend and it's always fun. So we'll get to the actual season and kind of talk a little bit about last year as well and how you kind of continue to build off it. We're joined by Abby Squire, junior outfielder uh, for the Huskers. And now this season we can call you captain, right? Because <laughs> you were voted as one of the captains. Captain Squire. Has yes. it has it sunk in? Like, the, or do you, it, is it just like just another day? Um, yeah, it kind of is just another day because I, I don't know. I don't feel like I've really changed anything I gotcha. do. Um, now did, I have the label, but yeah. Did you expect, like when, when you got here or, or when you, when you signed to come to Nebraska, did you ever think that you were going to be a captain? Um, that I was a goal of mine. Gotcha. I wanted to be a captain. Um, my freshman year, we didn't even do captain. So I wasn't even, I didn't even know if we would do them, but yeah, I, I told coach Rell, like when I came here, I, that's what I wanted. I wanted mm-hmm. to make an impact on this program and, uh, like the culture and everything like that. So, you mentioned one of the other captains, Courtney Wallace, and and folks will know her for for she has a show on the actually the station right here um, with with Maya Felder. Um, and, and but Courtney, more specifically, she's a player that that didn't have to come back this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I guess just talk about 
what it means not only that she came back but having a player like that in a in the circle mm-hmm. for for this team where i mean you, you, Olivia Farrell is now no longer a player she's instead on on the coaching staff yeah. we'll get to that but you i mean Courtney Wallace is now back and Caitlin Kinney's back as well in the circle but Courtney for more specifically what does she bring to this team um that that Husker fans should know about um i think court has just been around for a lot and mm-hmm. so um she's kind of seen just a, in terms of like the program, she's just been here for a long time, so she's seen five different teams, and she has a lot yeah. of experience um, just with like different teams and players. And so, um, I mean, a lot of us have the experience of last year, like going to postseason, but she just has a whole different perspective that none of us really have. So it's awesome to be able to have that. I guess when when we look at last season, now, I mean, you guys were a forty-plus win ball club. Um, you won the Big Ten title, and yes, that's in the rearview mirror, I suppose. But like, how do you build off of it? What, obviously, like, what's what's the daily approach been like? What are what are the goals? What are the conversations what's that the you message? guys are having now? Like, with within not only I mean, with, with coaches, without coaches, just the players. What what are you guys saying? Um, we're just trying to like simplify things into like what we can do on a daily basis to get to our end goal. Um, I think. The culture's in a good spot, and so just staying firm on that. Um, but other than that, yeah, just taking, like, one day at a time, and that's mm-hmm. something that we talked about last year, too. Like, sometimes we would get so ahead of ourselves, and things would kind of spiral, spiral out of control. Yeah. But right now we're just kind of taking it one day at a time and one practice at a time because um, that's all you can really do. I, I guess, like, j- this is a simple question. Like, we get so caught up. When we get to college, right, we get in and we talk about collegiate athletics and whether it's football, basketball, baseball, softball, whatever it may be, we get so caught up in in this team is winning. This team is competing for championships. Just generalized question. How much fun was last season? It was a lot of fun. I mean, like, like you guys, you guys, I, I don't know if anybody saw you guys necessarily having maybe internally you did, but saw you having a 40 plus win season. And a Big Ten title. Yeah. Well, even, like, it took a while for us to even understand. Like, we knew we were talented. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think after last year, after the first weekend last year, like, we came out of that first weekend yeah. where we had a losing record. That's right. And so there was a lot of growth that happened throughout the year. Um. So, yeah. Well, that, that was what's crazy is because, like, I, you guys went to San Diego and you came back and then you caught fire yeah. last year. It was kind of crazy because, like, that was when you, you rattled off the 18 straight wins or whatever. And it was like, all right, this team's legit. You had that awesome comeback win against, I want to say, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. That I was like, all right, this this team's got it. And and unfortunately, you guys just ran into a really, really good Oklahoma State team um, in, in, the, in the tournament. But, like... Now, as we look forward, right, because now that's in the, the rearview mirror, as we look forward, how valuable was that experience? Because because now you have a decent group coming back. Obviously, you lost a couple, but you have yourself, Billy, uh, and, and a couple other guys or you know girls coming back. How valuable was that experience, having a season like that, to now have under your belt going forward? So valuable. Um I think, I mean, you talk about San Diego and how that was kind of like a turning point in our season. Mm -hmm. And so to be able to like watch last year through, I think, and we've even talked about the one thing we were probably probably missing is just the confidence that we belonged there. And so we like, we knew we had the talent, 
but it was like we were always trying to prove ourselves prove ourselves and so this year it's like no we got there and like how can we as far as our mentality just like act as if we belong there um so that's kind of like something we learned last year and Mm -hmm. something that we can take into this year is just like from day one um Let's just take it to him. I was saying you're, you're on the top. Going, the difference in going from the the hunted to the hunter, from yeah. being from being that underdog and having that mentality to to knowing that you have the potential and the ability to sit at the top of the mountain right. and and to be the 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 best of the best. Right. Yeah. That's that's crazy. Um. Okay. So now, tell tell the 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 Husker Nation about this team, right? Because up until the season, in all honesty. You guys, unfortunately, don't we don't get to hear a ton about you, mm-hmm. and uh, so until I mean, I think we talked to, to Coach Ravel and a couple of the players on Wednesday, but it's like then Friday hits and bam, it's full go into the season. But yeah. you guys have been going for for quite a while now. Tell Husker fans about this team, what they can expect. There's a couple of the new faces that they might see as well, and then and a couple of surprises. Yeah, well, we have a lot of returning talent. Um, we lost Cam last year, and then Liv, uh, a pitcher, but. I mean, like eight out of the nine spots on the field, um, as of right now, are probably going to be returners. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of experience from um, the past couple seasons. Um, other than that, we have a lot of freshmen. I think we have like seven new faces this year, maybe even eight. Wow. Um, and so they've done a, they they're fun. They bring a lot of like new energy mm-hmm. to our team. And so that's been fun to have around. Um, Kate Canada, I think is probably going to be our start, starting second baseman. She's, she has a good bat. She's talented. Okay. Um, but other than that, yeah, they're just fun. They bring a lot of new, this, this whole thing is new for them. And so they bring a different energy to the team. So Husker softball, they travel to, to Houston. Are you excited to get to like warmer weather? Yes. Hopefully okay. it's warmer. I haven't That's checked. Been, I, I haven't like checked. Ice storms down in Texas. Yeah. They've been dealing with Yee. like power outages. So you might be not be going to warm weather. Okay. No, Probably. I'm, I hope so. I haven't checked the weather yet, but I'm and crossing then, my fingers. Where else do you guys go? You guys go to Florida? Yeah. Clearwater. Clearwater. Dang, and then they hello. go to New Mexico. Yes. And then Dang. we go to Arizona. And then you come home. Yep. Then it's bowling. Yeah. So, um, talk about bowling. I mean, how, it just it, got returfed. Yeah, returfed. It did. Yes. So, we the outfield was grass last mm-hmm. year, and then they tore it out and put in turf, which I love. How much? How much does that help in like rainy games? It'll help. That our our field crew is super good though. So last year, like we didn't really have any issues. Gotcha. They're always on top of it, but um. We, as outfielders, we always talk about how the grass last year was so sticky. And, like, okay. I don't know if it was just, like, the humidity or something. But when we would, like, die for balls, we would, like, stick and get whipped. <laughs> no, no, you, you had a couple acrobatic catches last year. Yeah. Like, are we are we, are we we putting a number on how many this season? Are we, Is there something that goes are we, into are we that? thinking you, about it? You go back into the dugout. Is there something going on? You guys, like, stickers you put on a board or something? No, but I love defense. Like, those plays – they're so fun. I was going to so, ask you, do you would you rather have and this this is like a personal completely like personal question. Do you have a, a, a do would you rather a pitcher, you know, getting strikeouts all the time or would you rather your pitcher, you know, gets the ball put in play and you're out there playing playing defense instead I mean, of standing around? I want our pitchers to get strikeouts, but it is fun to dive around out there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that Abby Squire junior outfielder joining us um Abby, appreciate it, as I, always. I have, I have one more is, question. Oh, go ahead. Okay. I have one more question. Go ahead, Rico. 
and it, I asked this on on Twitter. Oh, yeah. how awkward is it for those 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 videos when you're yelling "Let's go" just <laughs> into a camera? Like, how how awkward is that? It was is it awkward? it was awkward. Yeah, it was awkward. But I was the second person to go, and I will say they told me that mine was the best. So okay, okay, okay. there you go. I haven't seen the video yet, but hopefully it's good. It's a good video. Then we got we got to meet with Matt Rule. Is that is that yes. what happened? Yeah, we ran into him in the stadium. Just just, just he was randomly? just walking in. Yeah, he was. He I think he was walking out. Okay. and we were we were like in the experience room right at gotcha. North Stadium. Yeah, gotcha. Nice. All right. Hey, by the way, we need to uh, get the Big Ten softball tournament to Lincoln. Yeah. I don't know why it's I, at yeah. Can you talk crappy. to somebody? Yeah, and it's, I know you got people. I, you got wearing your Big Ten conference little yeah. jacket and everything. Yeah. We got you know. I know you have connections. It, it's based on the alphabet, so it goes in alphabetical order. But somehow we're not next because it wasn't Michigan State. You so you yeah. Because be- I'm tired of I'm tired of either watching games on Big Ten Plus or and and having kind of crappy cameras or or just crappy facilities. When I mean we talked last year, Nebraska has some of the best. They do. Yeah. So it's just kind of crazy. I know. Our streams are good. My parents are always like, we have the best streams. Then when we want to watch it, when you guys are on it's the not, road, it's not they're great. not as good. There was, it's, yeah. it's there bad was for one. softball and baseball. Yeah. It's it's bad across the board. There was one where I was watching it, and there was no there was no commentary. It was like just, just the game. It was just yeah. sound. So you would just hear like a little bit of cheering in Straight between out the of innings. Like 12U. Like exactly. It was just, phone on the fence. It was just there. Yeah. And the camera didn't move. It was just there behind, like a couple rows up behind home plate. Yeah. So you're just getting the whole field. So the ball gets hit and you're just like, I don't know, I'm just following the outfielder, I guess. <laughs> That's funny. I, speaking of, okay, so this is completely off topic. But obviously I've known you for a couple years now. So I, I've known you since high school where you were playing like club softball or, yeah. or, or select in the summer and stuff. And I know how competitive it was at my level. Obviously, you were much more talented than I was at softball. Um, but like, and you've talked about how competitive and how how intense and talented the teams that you played on and and teams you played against were. Are as like we're in the same position. Looking at youth sports now, it is crazy. Yeah. How how serious people take it at times. Yeah. Because like we take, I mean, like in high school, you take it seriously, and I know you played. Um, Nebraska Gold. I played for Iowa. Premier. Iowa Premier. Okay, yeah. and and it was like one. I mean, that's top of the top. Mm-hmm. And and I I just I'm curious, like, how intense were were those years for you in youth sports? Because we have a lot of parents out here that that listen and are like, you know, my my kid doesn't want to play sports. I want him to be involved in sports, or vice versa. I don't want to take this too seriously. Yeah, I mean, I think sp- like youth sports there are a lot of like life lessons that you mm-hmm. you learn um but not at the expense of love for the game i guess yeah. like i always loved the process of just like going to hit and like oh, yeah. i loved that and so for kids that don't really love that it's like at what at what cost mm-hmm. do you continue to like be so intense with it i was going to say like talk about if if anybody's listening cuz we can always clip this and post this as well advice Right, because you are somebody from Lincoln that's now playing for the Huskers and is a captain outfielder um, and, and one of the leaders for, for this team. Advice for, for both softball, baseball, basketball, foot, whatever it may be. Kids and parents. Just, just Yeah, just going, just going forward before um, we get out of here. I was a multi-sport athlete um, mm-hmm. all the way it through. Um, I did basketball. Well, I played volleyball when I was little. Then when I got to high school, I had to quit because they were both fall. 
Um, I played basketball, track and field. And so I kind of just did it all. And I learned how to compete no matter what the sport. And so that's a piece of advice I'd have to just like become the best athlete you can, even like in the weight room, Mm -hmm. become the strongest athlete you can um, because it all translates over. And so, and it creates less like burnout. Like I got to college and I wasn't already peaked with my softball skills. Like I've been able to learn a lot from my coaches as I've gotten to college because I wasn't all softball before that. Dang. That's awesome. All right, Abby, appreciate it as always. Always good to see you. Um, Abby Squire, junior outfielder for the Huskers. They, uh, their first game Friday, 10 a.m. against Lamar down in Houston. So, um, they'll, they'll get out of here in a couple days and then, uh, 40 some days until they get back to bowling and they get to play their first home game. Such a long, that's, that's crazy. (laughs) That is so stupid. So stupid. Um, once again, that's Abby Squire. Uh, make sure you tune in on Friday and all season long. And, and we'll probably hear from Abby down the road. Abby appreciate it as always. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Abby Squire. Uh, let's take a break. We'll be right back on the happy hour. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at radio Rico AC. More of happy hour is next on 93, seven, the ticket and the ticket FM.com.